0: Hello, my name is Rosalie Sauceda, and I'm a high school English teacher in Stockton, California. But my career didn't start in teaching. It actually began in the military when I enlisted in the United States Army about three weeks before graduating high school in 2002, seven months after 9-11. But before all of that, I remember being 12 years old and having a passionate discussion with my friends in middle school about the frustrations we had with bad teachers and what it meant to be a good teacher. These personal frustrating experiences were partnered with frustrations derived from stories my mom and dad shared with me about growing up in Santa Clara Unified School District. My parents grew up in a small town called Alviso, California. It was once a wealthy Victorian town at the edge of the bay that eventually evolved into a Mexican barrio that toiled under the weight of poverty. My parents resided there during the latter transformation. The reputation of Alviso didn't leave much room for the children and adolescents of the town to make their own first impressions on their teachers. They were received with preconceived stories and identities impressed upon them by the predominantly white and middle-class educational staff that had little patience for rowdy Chicano children. Where school could have been a safe haven from the destructive nature of poverty, it was instead an inescapable nightmare for my parents and their friends. Neither of my parents made it across the stage their senior year of high school. They weren't ever really supported or encouraged to do so, at least not by the school system. Fast forward to the 1980s when I came into the picture. We migrated from the Bay Area to the Central Valley, the city of Stockton to be exact. My father got a job as head of security for St. Mary's Dining Room, a safe haven for the city's homeless that to this day provides not only meals, but showers, clothing, medical and dental care, and so much more to Stockton's socioeconomically disadvantaged community. My dad worked there for two decades, and I grew up immersed in one of Stockton's most forgotten and ignored communities. You see, my dad couldn't afford daycare. And to be honest, even if he could, his Mexican-American sensibilities would never have allowed him to trust a non-family member to care for his child. The director of St. Mary's at the time, David Brewer, took special interest in my dad and was incredibly flexible about my dad having to bring me to work sometimes. And when I say sometimes, I mean during the summer vacations and on school holidays. In hiring my dad, David offered my father a more stable and dignifying job at St. Mary's. He offered him flexibility, compassion, and most importantly, he offered him a second chance. I will never know what David saw in my rugged cholo of a father who couldn't keep his temper or his fists to himself for very long. But I do know this, in saving my father's life, David saved mine. And I believe it is no coincidence that before David became the director of St. Mary's Dining Room, he too was once a high school English teacher in the city of Stockton. This is my origin story. Witnessing the struggles of not only my parents who were tossed aside by the very system that was supposed to provide them with the resources to mobilize upward, but also being connected so intimately with Stockton's homeless community from the late 1980s through the early 2000s had a profound impact on every decision I made that has led me to becoming an educator today. And I am not the only educator who has a story to tell. Every day I am surrounded by human beings who have devoted their life's work to educating our community's children and youth. And every day I am reminded of just how out of the loop the greater society is about what it takes to make a great educator. And don't get me wrong, I know that there are some bad teachers out there. I definitely knew it when I was 12 years old. But teaching isn't just homework, and grades. It isn't just pencils, paper, and books. It is a lifestyle choice to help uplift the entire community by focusing on the future while still engaged with the present. This podcast is about humanizing educators by sharing their stories, the stories we teachers share with each other when we get that rare moment to catch our breath. The stories that reveal why we stay in one of the most necessary yet disregarded professions in our country. This is my way of inviting you, a member of our community, to listen in on these conversations, to be invited to our humble table, and to learn what really makes the people who educate other people's children wake up every morning and grind through another seemingly impossible day of uplifting every student who enters our lives. This is Educators Not Robots, a podcast that humanizes the educational experience. Join us on Sundays at 8 a.m. starting on September 6th on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.